there's fixer uppers and then there's just there's properties that, you know, like toxic dumps. You just can't <laughs> fix it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Welcome back to Dear Shandy listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello there. It is caller day. It is. And we are joined today by a lovely caller named Emily. Emily, thank you so much for joining Hello, us. Hello, Emily. Hi, thank you for having me. Do you mind giving us your age, your city or region, whatever you're comfortable sharing, the age of the person in question, and I refreshed myself on your email and I know there is one, and also your story. So I am based in the LA area. I'm 27 years old, and the person in question is 29. Okay. Nice ages. Yeah. Nice age difference. That's a good age difference. Yes. Okay. Let's hear your story. (laughs) Yeah. So I met my ex-boyfriend about two and a half years ago. We met on a dating app, actually. Um, But when we met, I honestly didn't really have the intention of it turning into anything serious. It was more so just like trying to put myself out there. Um, but I met him the second week I was on um, on the app and we really hit it off. Um, our first date for context was like eight hours long. Um, so we, we just like, we had really great conversation. Um, so fast forward four months later, um, we decided to make it official. And so we became a lot more serious by then. And One thing that really uh, put a strain in our relationship was just the lack of physical intimacy. He suffers from having erectile dysfunction. So it was um, a bit of a sensitive issue. um, And I didn't want to press him on it because I know that that's a very sensitive thing. Um, And I think it was very emasculating for him. So um, I kind of just, pushed it aside for a little bit. But after some time, especially a year into the relationship, I started to address it a little bit more. Um, And I did that by just asking him, like, how are you doing with this? Like, is there anything I can do to help? Um, I just like really wanted to be supportive and not pressure him. Mm. And it was very difficult for him. Like he had tried therapy, but therapist he got was just not the greatest. So it just turned him off to that. So um, we ended up ending our relationship um, about almost two years into it. And I think this was honestly probably the biggest reason um, because our relationship was really, I feel like it was really solid. Um, I feel like we had a really good like friendship foundation too, which I I feel like I noticed missing in a lot of relationships I've seen. Um, and even my therapist, I've talked to her a lot about it and she, she honestly thinks that if, um, we were able to explore physical intimacy, that that might have, um, saved our relationship, um, because he wasn't able to, he basically like he lost a spark for me. So that's why we ended things and decided to just become friends. So, oh, so you are friends now. Yeah, we're friends. Wait. Sorry, he said that he lost his spark for you? He, so he didn't say this until a while later after we broke up. Um, but when he, when we broke up, he was saying that he felt like I was becoming more of like just being a friend. Like there was nothing that set me apart from the female friends that he had because 
the only difference was that he prioritized me and we spent more time together. But like, as far as like, like we would kiss, but like that was it and hold hands. But, but, but you were but the one that wanted to be intimate. Fault. Yeah. And you were the one that wanted to be intimate. And he was the one who was, I mean, granted, it's a really complicated issue. ED is no joke, but it sounds like you were trying to help him through that. Yeah. Anything suggest- yeah. Like, it's not like you weren't, it's not like you were like, get it together or else. <laughs> Okay, right. wow, I have a lot of questions. Does he have a girlfriend now? He doesn't, no. Okay, and he hasn't had a girlfriend since you guys broke broke up? No. And, how, and sorry, I don't know if you said this already. When did you break up? How long ago? It's been like eight months or so. Eight months. And okay. did you go? Did you seamlessly transition into being platonic <laughs> friends after that? Or was there some time? Um, I So I tried to cut him off cold turkey for about a month. I tried to go longer. I lasted a month. Um, so I like unfollowed on social media. I stopped talking to him completely. Um, and then I reached out later cause I felt bad because he really wanted to like maintain a friendship. So after I reached out, um, things started just transitioning back into kind of what they were before we broke up. Like everything now feels the same. We just don't hold hands or kiss. So, um, has he yeah. date? Okay, so a couple of questions. Has he had girlfriends before you? No, I was his first serious relationship. Okay, wow. And when? And sorry, how long was the relationship in total? Like a year and a half, I want to say. Okay. Yeah. A year and a half is a healthy amount That's of time, by the way. I, I, based on what you're telling me, you have, have done absolutely everything like gold yeah, yeah, yeah. star like as well as it can be yeah. done she she waited a whole year before being like let's like work through no, this together no, I think so to be absolutely. clear you never did have sex right no that one time we tried did he tell you out of the gate like early on like in the second third fourth date like look i have this issue it's going to be something we contend with no Is- i didn't i didn't find out until we tried so that was a that was a surprise to me how far into the relationship uh, it was before we made things official. So probably like three and a half, three months in to knowing each other. Okay. So three months in, you try to have sex, it's not working. And so then for the next nine months, you're like patiently just. Did, did you do other things? Like, was there other stuff um, happening? I tried to initiate, but I like sensed resistance. So I would just. Not no, I'm saying was there up. was there any other non-penetrating oh, oh, oh. action going on? Uh, <laughs> the first few months, but once we hit like the six month mark, no. Did he seem to enjoy the non-intercourse, whatever you want to call it? Yeah, up? yeah. Okay, I felt like he did. Yeah. Did, okay. Is um, has he had sex with anyone in his life? He said yes. I mean, but it makes me, I mean, I'm a little skeptical when I think about it. Um, I, I'm going to say yes, because that's what he's told me. But I, yeah. I'm questioning how honest he is with himself about this. Well, well I'm actually wondering, uh, can I, I yeah. mean. Well, for, it, I, but we haven't gotten our actual question. Just, okay, so we have so many questions for you, clearly. <laughs> oh, Continue. Okay. No, I say what know. you were going to say. I mean, is there any chance he's gay? I thought about it. Um... I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. Maybe Mm. like, yeah, I I don't really know, honestly. Okay. Okay. So we, we kind of like derailed your, your story. Like I, so (laughs) it's been eight months since you broke up. 
you lasted about a month of going cold turkey and then you start talking again as friends and have basically transitioned right back into being the way you were just without the hand holding, kissing and I guess yeah, yeah. so much. so what is your question I assume it's I'm still pining for him and want to be with him and how do I fix this yeah like I think the the fact that we weren't able to have sex just kind of leaves a lingering like what if like what if um we do try and it ends up being good like I feel like that would change a lot of things because the level of our friendship, like we say, we call each other our each other's best friend. It just, it just feels way more than that. Like I don't have this level of like emotional intimacy with any of my other friends. Um, like we call each other every day. We FaceTime each other every day. We talk every day. Like mm. it's very consistent. Yeah. yeah. And, and just, yeah, you've really gotten yourself in a pickle where you have everything but the romance Ooh, this is a tough one it is tough did, did he break up with you like with mal like was it a rough breakup were you like please don't leave or was it just kind of like you both mutually decided this wasn't happening no so he asked me one day he asked me if he made me feel insecure about um myself because of the lack of like physical things Affection. that we did yeah, yeah. And I was honest and I said, yes, like this, like it's something I've struggled with a lot because um, I think one of the elements of our relationship that we kind of struggled with was the fact that he had a lot of female friends, two of which I think have feelings for him. Um, And so that kind of added another layer to it because I was like, well, what's the difference between me and them if we don't do anything physical well um, and to be fair too like you're within your right in a relationship to want to be physical with your partner yeah like it, like that's a given you, yeah you don't need to uh justify I mean, it's it. not like they've been married for 20 years and have kids it's yeah. just like early and it sounds like you were very patient and, yeah. and 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 i know and i don't want to uh downplay how complicated ed is like it's that that shit is no joke. Yeah. Like it can really what was he, it, it cause a lot of insecurity on his part yeah, as well. It's huge, huge insecurities. But yeah, I have to ask, was he t- trying drugs? Like, was he trying any like like Cialis or? So he was prescribed some and he didn't want to take them. He said he was too scared to. So uh, he never tried it. Too scared? Yeah. Too scared yeah. of what? I mean, that's he. It sounds like he has no, no, no. A journey There's something go going on, on here. That's an important fact. What was he scared of? I don't know. I guess like maybe him taking it and it not working, or yeah, I don't know. He never really shared exactly what it was that stopped him. So and you, and you didn't that's, press. That's you're, really you're just like, interesting. Like, what did you say uh, to that? I didn't press him on it um, because I felt. I, know, I guess I didn't want to make him feel bad. I, and I know that's bad. Well, but oh, wow. No, you're so you're nice. You're so nice. And you're too nice. <laughs> well, the thing is, you're so conscious of how difficult it was for him. It, this is just my perspective so far. And of course, we're going to delve deeper into this. But just just hearing you tell this, like you're so conscious of how hard what he's going through is that I do feel like you kind of shelved your own needs a bit. Would oh, you agree definitely. On? Yeah. Yeah. Have you... 
even voiced the fact that you are still romantically interested in him now? I have. Yeah. And I've, I've been very honest about that because uh, I've talked about him with like the fact that like, well, once we both move on, like if I find someone or he finds someone like I would want to have respect for that new partner. And I would hope he would have respect for me. Like no one's going to be okay with the love, like how close we are and how much time we spend together. So yeah, it's, (laughs) Okay. Uh, One other question. Precisely when in the timeline did he tell you that he felt he lost the spark for you? Once we rekindled after breaking up. So like about a month after breaking up is when he, he said that explicitly. In, can I, sorry, this is going to be probably (laughs) not a pleasant thing to recount, but can you tell me the context? Like how did he volunteer that piece of information Were you like, I'm interested um, in you as more than friends. Like when you said rekindled, that's an interesting word to use considering you became friends. Yeah. Um, I think I was telling him that I, uh, I didn't like, I, I didn't understand why we were breaking things off because it felt like, I mean, despite the physical aspect, like everything, it kind of, I guess I felt blindsided in a sense. Mm -hmm. And I told him that I just felt like we were each other's person. So it just didn't make sense to me. Like, I didn't think that, I don't know, like friendship just didn't make sense for us. And I said, like, I felt like maybe we would get back together in the future only because he said that too. And maybe he said that to lighten the blow. Mm -hmm. Um, But he was like, no, like, I really think that, later down the line, we can work on our relationship once he's like figured his own personal things out. Um, but then he said that. So it's kind of confusing. Okay. Are you physically attracted to him? Like, do you want to get his clothes I, off? Yes. Okay. Yes. Get, get his, do you want to get his <laughs> you, Would you like to remove his clothing? <laughs> yes. Uh, good, good. Was there ever a time in the early stages of dating where you had like very hot sessions of non-sex where you felt like he was really into it and like he wanted to devour you? Like that happened at some point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like the first, I mean, the first four months, I would say that's what it felt like, which is why I feel like I'm holding on to that hope because it's kind of confusing. Like everything seemed like very hot and heavy. So yeah, and then just I, never consummated. I don't think this is about. Mm-hmm. I, I have. About before, just uh, before you say anything. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead, <laughs> Emily. I just want to ask before we, I do what I think we're gonna do. I want to <laughs> know what you think we're gonna tell you. Huh. I thought about this. <laughs> I thought about this earlier today, and I honestly, I don't know. Um, I it's guess okay we, if you don't know. It's fine too. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't really know because I feel like I'm a pretty like level-headed thinker, and this is something that's made me feel very stumped. So I'm okay. not too sure. Okay, that's fine. Do you have reason to feel stumped. Yeah, you do. This is this is heavy duty. What have you got over there, Andy? I've got the newly designed, the fresh new design of Nutrafol for men. It looks so slick. It's very masculine. Yeah. I like my hair growth products to be very masculine. <laughs> so we do love us some Nutrafol, and I do use the women's. Yeah. And I mean, do, shall we rave about Nutrafol for a while? I mean, I think it works. 
Yeah. I don't know what else is there to say. I think it works. It, there's nothing in it that's bad for you. Mm-hmm. And I feel good about it. When I take it, I feel good. It's one of those things where you take it and you feel the good thing happening. <laughs> I've been taking this for a long time, be- well before yes. we start advertising for it. And, you know, I'm, I'm not a young man. And yeah, I'm just <laughs> saying, I, I like to remind people. So as you may know, Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth mm-hmm. supplement. And it does so by targeting the five root causes of hair thinning. And Andy, do you remember what those are? Stress. Hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism. Wow. Fully memorized. I also love how they have three unique formulas for women. So not only do they have the regular, but they also have one for postpartum and for menopause. So they Mm. consider the different stages you might be in in life. And in a clinical study... 86% of women reported improved hair growth in six months. That's pretty solid. And you know, 86%, this is something that's really hard to really keep track of. It's like, how many more hairs do I have today than I had six months ago? For 86% to feel that way is a very solid number. And six months. Six months is not a long time. So you can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering promo code Shandy to save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code Shandy. Your pores are looking good, Andy. Small, right? (laughs) They're looking nice and tight. Nice, small and empty. Yeah, that's how I like them. Yeah, and we have apostrophe to thank for we this. We do. It's our, not our first time talking about apostrophe, no, but we will continue to rave about apostrophe because we do love it ever so much. Mm-hmm. In case you are new, apostrophe is a delightful service that connects you with board-certified dermatologists so you can get prescription strength skin care, topical or oral, sent directly to your door, prescribed by a dermatologist without leaving the comfort of your sofa. What more could you want? I don't understand. Right? Yeah. And you're like, no, but really. No. Oh, oh sorry. I forgot we're doing an ad. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just very convinced. I know. I mean, that's a great sell. It's, yeah. To be honest, I think apostrophe sells itself because who doesn't want to save time and money because this really does save you in the long run. That's it. It's time and money. That's all there is. And you're getting both. Yes. Do you know how much it costs just to see a dermatologist now? In New York City, and, I know exactly how much it costs. Yeah. And it gets especially frustrating when you know what you want. Like, in my case, I've talked about it before. I've been using prescription strength tretinoin on my skin for years. And it's very annoying to have to pay to see a dermatologist to get a prescription for something that I already knew I needed. Right. Like those are the days where you're really like, oh, I wish this really was sold over the counter. There have been many times where I was tempted to buy and maybe did cave and buy over the counter stuff that was similar, but not as strong because I was just like, I can't be bothered. This is such a pain. So you simply fill out their online consultation Mm -hmm. where you can upload selfies of your skin from different angles and you can fill out what your concerns are. So those could be acne, aging, or uh, I don't know. Maybe you have other things going on. No judgment. Uh Everyone's got their things. Rashes. Rashes. And then a real board certified dermatologist, real, not fake, will review your information and prescribe you something if they think you need it. So we have a very special deal for our audience, the Shandies. Get your first visit with an apostrophe provider for only $5 when you go to apostrophe.com slash Shandy and enter promo code Shandy. That is a savings of $15 and this offer is only available to our listeners. To get started, Go to apostrophe.com slash Shandy and click get started. (laughs) Then use our code Shandy at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. And we thank Apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast. Okay, you say what you were going to say, Andy. 
Well, number one, I think you need to move on from this, but that's just, that's, that's not specific. I mean, I, I strongly believe you need to, unfortunately. I don't think this is going to fix itself. The fact that he wasn't even willing to try drugs, and it's not like you were trying to convince him to do meth. I mean, these are like safe <laughs> drugs. FDA approved. 20% yeah. of probably like the population yeah. over 45 takes. It's not like this is some experimental drug that they're like, you know, they don't know if it works or not. It works. Hmm. It works for most people. I feel that that is troublesome on many levels. One is it's unfair to the relationship. It's unfair to you. It also shows me that either or both he has some serious phobia about sex with anybody, any woman, or I mean, I have to go there. I he might be gay. Yeah, or just and, or just like asexual. Or just he's asexual. Just not, he doesn't want sex. He doesn't he's want to have sex with it. anybody. Just one question along those lines: Does he come from a very conservative family or a very religious background? Um, I wouldn't say conservative, but religious. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we both come from pretty. My I grew up in purity culture, so I feel like mine oh, is wow, way okay. more conservative. So okay, okay. okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you're getting a real dose of purity here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For me, like I'm hesitant to call it weird that he wasn't even willing to try. But I, it for me, it's, I it's, agree. The fact that he put his own fear above the relationship. Essentially, what's not weird about it? Tell me. I, I no, because you know I don't want to assume anything about the inner workings of a guy with ed i just think it's complicated like he probably doesn't want to face a lot of issues himself like it's it's something he needs to do on she's his own such an understanding and no i totally person. agree like if it didn't work I'm what not, is she gonna I'm do i'm not coming his to his defense trust okay, me all a, i'm saying is all what i want to focus on is the fact that he basically chose his fear over you he yeah. knew what it meant to you he he yeah. wasn't willing to go there even if it would mean losing you in that way, it honestly almost reaches a point where to me, I, I kind of want you to think of the erectile dysfunction as kind of less of a part of this than it might seem to you, because for all intents and purposes, if you're to separate that at the end of the day, he has told you he doesn't have that spark for you and whether or not that was you know, some kind of language to whatever, whatever rekindling, maybe down the line, whatever. <laughs> At the end of the day, he's chose, he's made decisions that involved letting you go in that way. And there comes a point where you just need to distill that down to what it is. You know, him, him not choosing you. Maybe the, all of that is too scary for him right now, but it's the same result. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a coulda, woulda, shoulda. Like you can have, you know, like a if you look at it as like a choose your own adventure book, sure, maybe there's a chapter in which he's like, okay, today's the day I am going to take the pill. And like, oh, I've solved my problems and the sex is amazing. And now we can be together and like ride off into the sunset together. But that's just you, like you're thinking of a hypothetical that he has shown no willingness to, to, to go down with you on. It's terrible grammar. <laughs> but you know no what I mean? Intended. Like that is that is nice to think about, sure. But I think that it's having you cling on to this in a way that's not really gonna serve you. And but I also feel like the thing that he valued most from what we can all gather, I think we might be able to all agree on this, was your companionship. Yeah. And he never lost that. He still gets it. 
So you're still giving him the thing that he valued the most. He doesn't need to actually face any of his issues. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I've told him that too. I, cause I was upset a couple, like a couple months ago. And I said like, this just like, I think it was more so venting, but I told him that it didn't feel fair because yeah, like he's getting everything he wants, basically like the benefits of like the companionship, um, the support and, you know, all of that. Um, so he's getting what he wants and I'm not getting what I want out of this. Yeah. Um, it's like, I'm settling for anything that I can get, I guess. What and did so, he say when you said that? I feel like he didn't really say anything. It's just kind of like, I'm sorry. Like I know that's, that's the case, but like he didn't, it's more so just like, I'm sorry. So he has a lot of girlfriends, right? You said, does he have, does he, do you, have you met his guy friends? What does he hang out I with? Have. What are they yeah. just, just have regular friendships and normal? Everything seems cool. Yeah, I, it doesn't seem like those friendships are as close as what we have. Um, yeah, like, I, I mean, I've met I've met quite a few of his guy friends and they're all in relationships, maybe except for like one or two. But okay. they're all like pretty much dating the same with most of his like female friends. Most of them are in serious relationships or married did you ever talk about turn-ons, like anything, like something that he's like a fantasy of his or a, like even a fetish of his or something that would, that he's always wanted to do? To um, get that? Not necessarily like not really any fetishes, but like, um, I guess body types, like my body type, he said is like what he's attracted to. So like, I'm pretty curvaceous, I guess. So Okay. So a quick question. So you said the first four or so months, it did feel more hot and heavy. Like he did want to possibly have sex with you. And then what happens over the next eight, what's, what's, what's eight months plus six months, 14 months of your relationship. Um, at the most we would do is like make out pretty much. That was it. But you, did you feel a shift? As in like resistance or like... Yeah, like you felt a shift where it no longer felt like he really wanted to ravage you. It was more like, okay, we're just going to kiss for a while. Yeah. Did he seem into it? He seemed into it. With yeah. Like, yeah, I feel like the most, at least the makeup we had before, like a couple weeks, I don't know. Now I'm thinking, overthinking it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I didn't feel like it, like there was any red flags when, when that was happening, like it felt mutual. Let's say you're a year in mm-hmm. and you've brought up at this point, cause it's the year mark you've brought up that maybe let's try to explore this. What can we do? Let's say you have a hot makeout where, what does that culminate with? Does he go down on you? Like, is he like, what's happening? No, it just making no. out. That's you just all kiss, they do. You just kiss mm-hmm. and that's it. That's it. it okay. just eventually okay. ends. Okay. Like, okay, I have some kissing. strong opinions on this. Do you know what I'm going to say? I'm not sure. Well, I mean, I mean, you, I mean, I think it's so. I mean, I don't think the guy wants to have sex with women. I don't know whether he wants to have sex with men. I don't know if he wants to have sex at all. But to me, it's that's irrelevant. Like, I want you to start thinking of that as not your problem. But it, but it is her problem no, because it, if he's asexual and she wants to have sex, then that's a big problem. She's making it her problem by pining after. No, him. it's her problem if she stays in this. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. We, we come to the same conclusion, which is that you I get know out this is going to be hard. This hard, is not. This you call can't each other on. your best, 
each other's best friends. Yeah. You're, you are way too emotionally invested in this. Let me guess. You're not actively looking for other people and going on dates with other people because you feel very comfortable in this. Um, I've gone on a couple of dates, but they okay, <laughs> great, great. <laughs> but yeah, I, good, good. I, I got back on the apps, but, uh, none of those dates have progressed into anything. So, but are you comparing your new dates to this guy or, or are you really being like open-minded Objective. about everything? Are you in the gray zone? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm in the gray zone. I, I don't feel like I'm maybe I am comparing I compare the like our banter yeah. uh because I think my ex and I have very good banter um so when I don't have that with somebody else or it doesn't feel like as natural I think that's when I compare it a lot I I really think you've got to back off of this yeah because the- what you want is something that even if he could give you, he has shown no willingness or no great effort to give you. And I don't, I don't, I hate to, to boil it down to the the pills, but that would have been the least amount of effort he yes. could have made to fix this problem. Yeah, He wasn't even willing to try that. And I'm telling you right now, if it didn't work for him, he'd be an outlier. That's how ridiculous it is. It's not like, as I said, it's not like this was some wild idea you had. This is a thing that fixes this problem a lot of the time. And he wasn't even willing to try it. That alone is it for me. He doesn't care enough. Either he doesn't want to have sex with you. He doesn't want to have sex with women. He doesn't want to have sex with any human being, which is a big problem. And that's a deal breaker. Well, it's a problem or he's her. not willing to even give a modicum of effort to fix the problem for you and for the relationship. Either one is a deal breaker for you as friends be friends yeah. for the rest of your life that's fantastic but you got to emotionally cut ties from him and and go out there and find somebody else because this is not going to work the biggest detail here being that you do want to have sex with him if you also didn't yeah, care about having sex then this would be like perfect you guys are perfect for each yeah. other like there are many relationships <laughs> yeah. out there where the people do not have sex with each other but they're still partners but this is a clear desire need it's it's not just a desire it is a need of yours in your romantic relationship and he is aware of that and what effort has he shown nothing no you're right going back to the the pills aspect i i guess i was a little bit too gracious because i thought well maybe like there's like some crazy side effects that i don't know about yeah you get a boner (laughs) yeah (laughs) maybe for four hours that's the problem Yeah. And so that's why I was like, okay, well, maybe there's something I don't know, but I didn't like research it or anything. But yeah, when you say it, like when you put it that way, yeah. I'm sure there, I mean, I'm sure like if you were to see the the infomercial from it, like while someone's like laughing and throwing a frisbee, I'm sure someone is voicing some side effects. There's, yeah, of course, just like maybe like flushing or like maybe your heart rate Uh, goes down a little bit or you feel a little, I don't know. Yeah, they all have side effects. it's nothing that's going to kill you. It's nothing that's going to cause any significant problem unless you take like 10 The fact that he wasn't willing to try to me is just unbelievable. Again, he's been willing to lose you for it. And that should be all the information you need. And I know that's really hard to hear. I I feel too much that you are feeling too much for what he's going through. 
But he has told you both directly and indirectly, I think that it's not your problem. This isn't your problem. Like he, he, maybe he'll deal with it one day, but this is a drain on your time and energy to, to want him in that way. If I felt like you could just switch to being like, okay, well, we're really close friends now and I'm still going to actively date other people and I don't need to, I don't want that from you. Then this would be a different conversation. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, not to put it in like horribly blunt terms, he has rejected you. And I think you're putting too much stock in why in him rejecting you being because of the sex. I don't think it's going to be helpful for you to look at it through that lens. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I think I've, I guess I've had that glimmer of hope because I don't know, but recently he's been a lot more like, I guess, affectionate with his words or a lot more like, I don't know. It's just been a little bit different. Like, for example, on New Year's, he texted me at midnight, this long thing like, oh, like, you're the most important person in the world to me, blah, blah, blah. So it kind of made me feel like, oh, okay, like maybe there's. I don't know. There's show, there. don't tell. Show, yeah, don't tell. But those tell. also aren't sex words. Yeah, yeah, that could be also just friend yeah, words. Yeah, my mom could be the most well, important person You know what would be very interesting to see is if you actually do pull away and and last more than a month in, in like really <laughs> going cold turkey, what does that look like? Can he live without you? Is he like, wait a minute. You know, he's never had to go without you. Not since you've met. One but it month. seemed like he did. Have, he did go without her, and he didn't change that. He he was kind of okay with it. What? Who reached out first after that month? I did. Yeah, she she reached out. He wasn't. He was silent. He didn't reach out and was like, "I'll take the pills." Like, let's try to make this work. <laughs> yeah, I, right. I'm just saying that yeah. to point out to you that you are going way too easy on him, and you're you're pining over something that is not. You're pining over a version of him. A version where, like, he he meets you halfway, but he's not. We don't know the reason why this is happening. There are several very likely possibilities, but it doesn't really matter. You're not getting what you need, and he's not willing to even try to give it to you. So go find it somewhere else and stay friends with him. But just don't get too emotionally wrapped up so that you're in the gray zone. I do feel like to stay friends, you would... Like, it's going to be tough to keep dating while staying as close as you are. Yeah. Take it back a notch. Just pull it back a little bit. Yeah. And not in a, like, contentious way, but in a, he knows you still want him, right? So this is all, this is all tracking. You can be like, look, I still really want you. It's not good for me. I'm not able to move on. I, I do want to find someone. And I just don't think it's good for me for us to stay this close. But like, I care so much about you. I want to keep you in my life. I'd be very interested to see what he thinks. Does he know that you've gone on dates with other people? I've told him. Yeah. And what's his reaction? Uh, he gets sad about it. Um, like if he FaceTimes me and I'm like getting ready or something, he's like, Oh my gosh, are you going out on a date? Or like, where are you going? Like, what are you going to do? Or like, if I don't answer his call, I think that's why I've been a little hesitant too to back off because we literally don't go date like we will not go a day without talking to each other so if I like don't try not to call him or I take forever to respond to a text um he starts to worry or he starts to panic um so okay that's no good 
<sighs> that's the dynamic you should probably you extricate well, yourself from. You, you guys are so dependent on each other, but it's not what you want it to be. And therefore something has to change. Cause right now this isn't going to just magically change on its own. I think you've given this yeah. plenty of time. <laughs> and you okay. said he's, he's talking to a therapist or was he talking he, to a sex therapist or he had tried talking to a therapist, but he said that he didn't, I think he had a bad experience just with the dynamic, but I explained to him, I was like, well, it takes time to find a good therapist sometimes. Like the therapist I have, it took quite a few tries to find. Her. Yeah. Same. Um, I wasn't into the first few therapists yeah. that I spoke to. Either. Yeah. And it's awkward. Yeah. Like it's yeah. an uncomfortable growing period <laughs> with that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he definitely needs therapy of some kind mm-hmm. to figure this problem out. Or he knows the answer and he's just lying to himself. Either way, you shouldn't be a part of this. Either way, yeah, yeah. it's not your problem. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Emily, I feel horrible telling you this. I know. Like, I know you want, you, I think you wanted us to not say this. You kind of wanted you us must, to. You must have thought that it was a possibility we'd say yeah. this. Yeah, no, definitely. I think I just, yeah, I'm, I'm a little optimistic. So mm, I could see that. You, like, I feel like you are, um, you know, we said show, don't tell. He's telling you so many things that express wh- what you mean to him. But I think you need to look at the hard evidence of the showing. He had pills, a prescription for them. And even though he knew what it would mean to you, he didn't even take them out of fear. Yeah. He And he could have taken a quarter of a pill just to test it or yeah. a half of a pill. Yeah. He could have just taken a grain just to like slow play. Yeah. But he didn't even do that. He was willing to lose you, let you go cold turkey for a month. He didn't come crawling back like, I can't live without you. I'm just giving you like hard evidence. This is, I know it's You're harsh. too nice. You are too You're nice. You're too nice. And you want him, you love him. So like, I understand that. But on top of that, him saying, I, I feel like I've lost that spark for you. You can't analyze whether or not that's true or in what scenario, like what about down the road? What could that mean? What if we just had sex and it was great? What would it mean then? He told you that you have to, Look at the evidence against your best case scenario. And there's a lot of damning evidence here to show that he's not worth your time in this way at this moment. Yeah, and, your, and you know, time. even if, look, let's just, uh, I'm not going to write off the possibility that maybe you guys have some romantic future. I, I don't know. Anything can happen in this world. But I would say that the win-win here, as I've often recommended, is that you put him to the side and go about your life and see how he reacts if you'd like. Mm-hmm. See how he reacts. And if he suddenly is very like, okay, I want you. I want to I want to devour you. Like, let's do this. I can't <laughs> live without you. I'm taking pills right now. I'm going to come over there with a huge erection. I, I don't know. Maybe that'll happen. But the odds of that are extremely slim. But what I'm saying is the only shot you have is that. Is that. Because so- currently that's never going to happen. You're not going to love him as a friend so much that he's going to come over with a boner. Yeah, it's you're not you know exactly what I'm saying like you're not gonna, you got to do something different than what you're friend doing. Friend him into boners. Yeah, yeah. It's not happening. So just move away, let him do his own thing, see how he reacts if you want, if you want or not and get on with your life because I can promise you in the state this is and the progress it's making, it's never going to change this dynamic. No. It's not changing. It really is a win-win. Yeah. Either you move on and you find something else you're able to, f- to flourish in your love life with a little separation, or you discover that, in fact, he actually can't live without you and yeah. that 
you know, that scenario, that hypothetical scenario that you've been thinking of, I can actually happen, but it's never going to happen Without, if you continue yeah, doing what you're gotta doing There's got to be a right catalyst. Now. And the catalyst, needs to be a catalyst is exactly the thing you need to do regardless. Yeah. Don't let it, like, like let's say you move on and he's like, oh, I, I can't do this. I miss you so much. Like I'm coming over and suddenly he's coming over every other day and you're not having sex again. Don't let that happen. Mm-hmm. Like if he says, I want to come back and you are you're willing to accept that overture, you have to say like, it's going to be different this time. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not doing this again. I just want to make sure you're going yeah. to do that, right? She's yes. too nice. Yes. Okay, I'll, okay. I'll try my best. I think, mm. I feel like by me, because I feel like I've kind of tried to say like, I need to take a step back and then I get talked back into, I'm just going to stay. Talked so, back <laughs> in. Talked, but not shown talked yeah don't let him yeah. do that yeah you gotta you gotta lay down the law a bit yeah. better okay yeah you it's this is like a reverse friends with benefits thing yeah it's like benefits <laughs> it's like, with friends or friends without benefits or <laughs> kind of like he's getting the benefit of friendship without benefits he's mm-hmm. getting the friendship side of a relationship with you without giving you the thing that not only you want and need, but the thing he knows you want and need. That's what gets me the most, is that he's so willing to let you give so much of yourself to him, yeah. knowing what you want so badly in return, and he he's letting you, he's just enjoying it. It's so selfish. Honestly, he should be like, I think we should take a bit like of space from each other because I think like this... This isn't good for you. Like yeah. to me, it's objectively if he really clear that loved this is not you, good for if you. If he actually truly loved you, he wouldn't let you let him be in a relationship with you, a romantic relationship. Well, or he, knows- he w- or he wouldn't let her pine over him right. knowing that he can't give her right. what she he wants. He wouldn't let you live in this state. Yes. How does it feel to hear us talk back and forth like this about uh, him and about your situation? <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. Um I don't want to cry. Oh, oh, you could cry. You can uh, go for it. I if know it this helps. is hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I didn't think I would cry. Um, I guess it. I mean, it's kind of hard to hear. I never thought about it that way, honestly. Like, um, thinking about it, how like he's he's being selfish on his end, or he it's it doesn't make sense that he's. I guess, allowing me to, yeah, still pine over him. Um, Because the way I see him, I I see him in such a positive light. So it's kind of, it's hard (laughs) to see him in a different way. I know. know. I'm not, neither of us are saying this is easy. It's easy for us sitting in this position. We know how hard it is for you, but it's, there's a lot of clarity not being in your position. From yeah, the outside. yeah, and you you know all of his good traits and what a good friend he is and all these things. But again, uh, the key thing you need to come back to is not only what you need, but the fact that he knows this. The fact that he, you have been so clear with him what you want from him, and he's just like holding it out like a carrot, just dangling it. He's don't, letting yeah. this live, letting you live in this don't, like don't no man's land. Don't let him land. steal your youth. Let him make him earn it. Don't let him steal it. You'll regret that. Her youth. <laughs> I 
got very, very like. No, but it's, it's I, I mean, I have no doubt that there are many other people out there who would find you just absolutely yes. delightful. You're lovely. Yes. Like, I am. Yes. I have no Seriously. fear. I may, I may give you different advice if I thought you didn't have a shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. Maybe slightly different. No, it's But I, so I'm not worried about you. So go out there You've and get what you want. You've given enough time. It's not just a couple months, you know, and the, and the longer you stay in it, the harder it is to extricate yeah. yourself. You think that after 10 years of having this dynamic, it's going to be easier? Oh, no. It's probably going to be way Don't, don't yeah. get to the point where you live with regret. Yeah. Emily. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I appreciate the honesty. I mean, that's why, <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. gone to the point where I wrote into a podcast because yep. I, I just wanted like a removed third parties perspective because I feel like I've been so invested in it so it's helpful to hear your perspective what does a girlfriend of yours say yeah one of my closest friends she is not a fan of him uh Mm. (laughs) yeah and so I've been kind of like I've kept it to myself how much we still interact Uh, this is all a sign Uh, when you start hiding what you're doing from the people who care about you Mm. who really care like your friend has no it she doesn't benefit one way or the other she just cares about you what's best for you it says a lot that you are aware of that your actions would not it's a similar dynamic with like a drug addiction except there's like a reverse drug addiction (laughs) It's like an inverted drug addiction. She's not getting anything. <laughs> she's not getting any of the rush. Yeah. She's just giving I a was lot. thinking like as someone who has like a spending problem and like hides their shopping sure. bags and things like yeah, that, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. you know, on some level that what you're doing isn't right. Yeah. You're a hoarder. For you. You're, You're a hoarder. hoarder. It's a hoarding situation. Yeah. yeah, everything looks normal, but you open the closet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, I only have a few things. You're like, uh. yeah, that's yeah. a good way to look at it. Yeah. I would put it's a little tough. stock in that, that a friend who is also a third party in this is not a fan of his. And when this episode comes out, read the comments section. Okay. And I will give, I will, with 100% certainty, they will be siding with us on this one. And I don't think they'll be mean to you. Because there's no, nothing they won't to be, be mean No one about. will be mean to you. Don't worry. You can read the comments. I hope not. Yeah, yeah. No yeah sometimes they're scary. No, sometimes the I'm like, gosh, nice. that's hard. The shanties are nice to callers. They're not nice to us all the time. They're not always nice to callers. Oh, yeah? Sometimes they'll be like, this caller said like too much. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Really? <laughs> They're going to be like, nice to you. Don't yeah, worry. well, it's just so like, I really, I have so much respect for Shandy who come on as callers. Like yeah. this is, this. This is tough. Yeah, it takes balls. Thank and of course, you. you're I not obliged it. to listen to us, but I we strongly <laughs> yeah, suggest str- that you do. Yeah, sometimes you go to the doctor and they're like, I think this might be this or it might be this. This is no, like this is like a you have a mole. It needs to be removed. Yeah, this is an open and shut case from from an outsider's perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. And we are well aware of how hard it's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Remember, you can't force someone to face their own demons or change on yeah, their yeah. own. You know, like if someone needs to change their lifestyle, quit drinking, lose weight, start exercising, doing whatever, you know, whatever vices they have, taking drugs, shopping too sure. much, <laughs> to use more of our examples. Very rarely is it, you know, one person who just loved them into changing. You know, yeah, yeah. There's fixer uppers, and then there's just there's properties that you know 
like toxic dumps. You just can't fix it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Emily, thank you so much for joining us. I'll definitely send an update, hopefully. Yes, <laughs> please do. <laughs> and give yourself time. Like, don't be afraid to give yourself several months of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not a quick fix. Yeah, and it's go on dates with time. other people and think about what they have to offer. Don't compare. Yeah. It's okay. hard, but try yeah, go not get to. it. Get okay. it. Okay. Okay, Emily. Get it. <laughs> thank you. Okay. Have a great night. Thank you All so right. much. Thanks a lot. Nice thank meeting you. Thank you. Bye. Good luck. Bye. Bye. So, Andy. Yes. I booked a physical for next month. I'm very proud of myself. Good for you. Guess, this is going to be really tough, but guess where I booked the appointment. Okay, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got this. Um, ZocDoc. Yes. ZocDoc is a magnificent platform for not only finding doctors, but finding doctors who accept your health insurance. Very important. Big caveat. Very important. What good is the doctor if you're going to have to pay out of pocket for the whole thing? And by the way, then you get into a loop of calling the doctor and finding out if they have your insurance Uh, and then calling to find out if they're a doctor that is the kind of doctor you want. And then it's, it's horrible. And is there anything worse than going to a doctor who you think accepts your insurance, but you're not you know, a hundred percent sure. And then you end up getting some bill later. Oh, there is nothing worse. <laughs> no, it's so awful. It is so awful. So with ZocDoc, ZocDoc is the free app that shows you doctors who are patient reviewed. Very mm-hmm. important. Very important. Because crowdsourcing and reviews. They're always right. Yeah. They're always right. They really are. Take your insurance and are available when you need them. And treat almost every condition under the sun. Yes. It's so great. You can filter by location. You can filter by, you know, what specialty you're looking for, by what date you're looking for, by what insurance they take. And from there, this is the best part. You don't have to talk to a human. You can book the appointment within ZocDoc. And I did that for my physical next month. And I love this too, because the appointment date actually ended up getting canceled. And I got an email from ZocDoc the next day that it was canceled. And then I went back in ZocDoc and booked it for a different day instead. I didn't have to answer the phone, miss a phone call, call anyone back, listen to a voice message and blah, 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 go around in circles. This is the one-stop shop you need. Of all the one-stop shop places, I want one-stop shop. It's medicine. Yes. Right. Who wants to be on the phone going back and forth, listening to messages, playing phone tag just to reschedule an appointment? I want it all done right there. Yes. This is a classic example of why the internet is helpful. Yes. (laughs) I know there are other reasons. One of the seven reasons. (laughs) So go to ZocDoc.com slash Shandy and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. And I can speak from experience that this is true because I have booked an appointment on ZocDoc within 24 hours before. Voila. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Shandy. ZocDoc dot com slash Shandy. Oh, my God. Uh, You know, I I both am so angry and feel so bad for this guy. Like, I don't want to be in his shoes. Yeah, I feel equal parts bad and anger. Wait, sympathy and anger. Empathy and anger. Yeah. But there's half anger in there because he's letting her do this. Yeah. He's taking. He's taking. He's a taker. And he, he may not be doing it with any malice. He just, that's his nature. I'm he just, sure he's, he's not okay doing it. He's okay with taking it. I am sure he's not doing it with malice. And I'm sure he's a great friend and confidant yeah. and like conversationalist. They've got great banter. There's a reason she's sticking around. And and it's hard to give that up. It's, it's you know, I was trying to, I was like trying to play detective at first. I was like, is he gay? Does he just not like women? Does he not like sex? Does he have some sort of trauma from his childhood? Yeah, it or he could just be, he, like it's 
totally normal to be asexual. Whatever it is. I realize that doesn't matter. What matters is he's not making any effort to fix it. And he doesn't care that she's not getting it. Yeah. At least care enough to to free her. Yes. To free her. That's a key word here. Yeah. Free her. He's keeping her captive because he enjoys her company and she enjoys his knowing that he's not going to give her at any point what she really wants. I love that she's been vocal about it, by the way, because that gives us so much information. This conversation would have looked so different if she was like, oh, well, I haven't told him how I feel because I'm afraid. Yeah, of course. Then it would just be Well, then it would be like, well, you need to communicate what your needs are and then see what happens. We skipped that entire chapter. We know that she's been 100% clear about what she wants and he still talks to her every day and maintains this level of closeness knowing that he won't give it to her. Absolutely. It's ridiculous. And I'm not, it, this isn't some like hating on ED thing. Oh my, like, hate, okay. Uh, I, I have a real there's heart. One, one person's going to say it. One person's going to comment. They're going to say. Oh, that's not what we're talking about here. That's but, so not what we're talking about. that's not, I want to make it clear. That is so not what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and like, look, I don't know a single woman who hasn't been with a guy who has issues, yeah. including myself. Like I have definitely experienced but this. you work on it well you and both what i'm saying is it. that i have a lot of empathy for for guys who who struggle with this of like course, it's super it complicated sucks. yes and so that's not what we're what nothing <laughs> <laughs> but i agree that's not what this conversation is about and i appreciate you nipping it in the butt if someone takes it in that direction i'm going to be so annoyed Some, i think one person might I want you to make say it, it like there's a certain person in mind. <laughs> I, I actually, I could think of the actual person. Yeah. She's not living for herself. She's not being selfish enough. Not selfish enough. And honestly, forget about him. Let's just forget about anything about him. Let's say he's, he's the most magnanimous, loving, giving, not selfish person on earth. It doesn't matter. She's not getting what she yeah. needs. Yeah. It's not a charity. No. Uh, he's a good friend. Yes. He is just a friend. That's it. To put it in like brutal terms, she's been rejected and I feel like she's looking for this lifeline. It's like, well, it's because the ED, it's because of that. We never connected in that way. We never solved that problem. And so that's, you know, she's just leaking all this, all these thoughts, all this energy thinking about what went wrong. She needs to, you know, when they say when someone tells you who they are, believe them. When they show you who they are, believe them. She needs to take more of what he's saying and what he's showing her at face value. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I think we've dissected this one enough, but God. It's it's about her. It's not about him. We could talk about him all day. I would love to sit down, have There's coffee and grill to talk him. About I would love to figure out what's yeah. going on with this guy. Not about ED. It's not about him. Yeah. I, honestly, the more she talked, the more I was like, I feel like the ED is just like a red herring. It's, it's, it's a Trojan horse. Yes. Some other issue. I don't know. He's got the guy's got some issue. Say Trojan horse again. Trojan horse. Well, you say Trojan horse. How do you say it? Trojan horse. Trojan horse. Trojan horse. I think Trojan is fine. <laughs> I think you need a D in there. Trojan horse. It's m- if this were IPA, you would put a D in there. I'm, I'm going to go to the mat with you on this. I think the Chandys are going to agree with me. Trojan. Trojan as opposed to Trojan. Trojan horse. Maybe if I was in ancient Greece, I would say it that way, but I'm not. <laughs> it's Trojan. Okay, we'll have, we'll have the, the Chandys tune in. <laughs> a little secret at the end of the rap. 
It's T R O S I O N. <laughs> okay, I think we can wrap. I hope she takes our advice. There's times where I'm like, maybe they'll take it, maybe they they won't. Like either way, it's not a big deal. Blah yeah. blah. In this case, I'm like, your like your life is going to change. It's for the better in so many ways if you take our advice. I feel so strong. I'm 100 percent confident. Yeah, she might be in the gray zone right now, but Shandy is black and white. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We are. Okay. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you. And that is to like. Subscribe. Hit the notification bell. Ding. It's there. No, it's there. It's It's up. Yeah, it's up. To the right. Up. It's up to the right. Yeah. That way for me. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Tell your friends. Leave us Apple and Spotify. Podcast ratings and reviews. And generally, we already did the tell your friends. (laughs) No, do follow all us on the Instagram. Follow, follow us on, on Instagram, Instagram. Yeah. and do all the things. Like the YouTube. I'm a little do rusty. Do all the things you do. A little rusty. All the things you the- do to help us still. I think we're juvenile now. Yeah. We're like past toddler. We're like, we're like, uh, like prepubescent, maybe right past puberty. What? Oh, is a podcast like yeah, dog yeah. years? Yeah. Yeah. Or human years. I mean, our, our podcast po- years, our podcast is two and a half years old. It's not puberty. Yeah. But how many podcasts last a hundred years? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like or, dog or years, 12 years. No <laughs> podcasts don't last dog years. Podcasts are like in like insect years. It's like cricket years. So one year is. I'd say one year for a podcast is like 20 years of a human life. Wait, so we're middle aged. Oh my God. You're right. <laughs> For reckoning. (laughs) (laughs) Hitting a crisis right now. (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye-bye.